Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Straight Up Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin, joined by my lovely co-host, Christina and Brandon. Uh, Lee's still not here today. It's okay. Uh, but we have a great show. Welcome to season six. Man, this season's already started off great and it continues to be great. But how are you guys doing? Brandon, Christina, how are you doing? Doing good. Yeah, I'm all good. All right. Shout out to Lee. And if y'all have listened uh, to our show, y'all know, besides Lee, uh, all of us are from the Shreveport area. Lee's on the outskirts of Shreveport where we don't want to say or visit, but uh, we're all from Shreveport. Uh, and Shreveport is definitely our near from home. Coincidentally, Shreveport is not where our show started. It started off in Bozier. But if you are from the Louisiana area, uh, Shreveport is the third biggest city in Louisiana, but we have so many great things. But uh, Brandon and uh, Christina, I really feel like that when you think about Shreveport, people always like, I feel like like we're like the little brother of the cities in Louisiana. Y'all kind of feel that way or what? No. Yeah, I really don't, I don't get that know. analogy. Like we're the one little of the brother? Louisiana. <laughs> I say little brother because we're always getting picked on, like whether it be in social media or movies and stuff like that. I feel like we're always like the little brother is always getting picked on because I mean, I'm pretty sure if you're from Shreveport, you know this whole video of Tyrese and ain't nobody going to find you in Shreveport. Or even if you watch Princess and the Frog, they're like, oh, y'all ain't from around here? Where you from, Shreveport? And like, you know, I feel like that we're always the butt of jokes sometimes, not all the time. But I think that our city really gets a bad rep. Geography joke in certain cases that we're so far up north that we're not part of Louisiana. So that's not a bad rep thing. Uh, but I, I understand where you're trying to go with this. Uh, it's more of Freeport has its highs and lows, and the lows are the hilarious moments are what stick out the most. So, you know, we, we all know about Ratchet City and this and that. Like when you go to Atlanta and they're like oh you're from Ratchet City it's like oh god no <laughs> like yeah that's it but there's more to it than that yeah New Orleans begin those jokes too now oh, I yeah. know I'll be some of the ones that be giving it to them because look I'm just saying you will not see me wear my nice shoes up in no New Orleans that's it I've ever seen the, that meme of the temptations and it was like it was like hello my name is New Orleans and this is uh, uh, said these are this is Louisiana, and they have the Shreveport, okay. Baton Rouge, Monroe. Yeah, but no, uh, Shreveport is the the biggest city. Uh, let me put it this way: Shreveport is the biggest city coming from Dallas to Atlanta, going on I twenty. Between that, we are the biggest city. Uh, and today we will not bash Shreveport. We'll talk about the good, uh, and we'll talk about a little bit of the bad, but not so much so. But it is where uh, we come from. Now, coincidentally. Uh, it's a place to where I escaped from because <laughs> they still live in Shreveport, but me, I decided to move out to Dallas. And uh, actually we have a segment, uh, a documentary called Leaving Shreveport as we talk about our me leaving Shreveport, my hometown, which was hard to do. But today's guest is somebody who is all about Shreveport, uh, published Arthur, podcast host, which we were on his podcast and we had a great time. Uh, this person knows no stranger and he decided to, to risk it all and come on straight up. I don't think he's ready for us today. Uh, so with that being said, help us welcome Mr. Jarek, a.k.a. Jerry is Dion. Sir, thank you so much for coming on the show today. 
Thank y'all for having me tonight. Thank y'all so much. Yes, sir. And did I get your name right? Make sure that I'm gonna butcher your name. Jarius Dion. Jarius Dion. Sorry, I got it. My bad. And he is the host of Little Tea Time. Welcome to Little Tea Time. I can't sing, but you know, you got. I can't do it like that. I love it. I love it even either way. That's kind of like just just kind of hit it. You know what I'm saying? So did your best. Did my best because Fanny, she wouldn't let me sing Happy Birthday to her because. You know, okay, you know, I can't say, but anyway, sorry. Welcome to the Straight Up Show podcast. Thank you so much for uh, blessing us with your presence today, sir. Thank y'all for having me. This is an honor tonight. Thank y'all. Yes, sir. And so we had a good time on your show. You talked to us and, you know, you talked a little, we spit a little tea. We kind of, I think we were well behaved. What do you think? Y'all were perfect, man. Y'all were the perfect guests. All my guests are perfect on the little tea time. We keep it real. We talk shit. Um, we talk about their businesses. We talk about their art. Um, I'm all about celebrating artists and business owners and interesting people from my hometown and around the world. So y'all were great on the show. I enjoyed y'all so much. And to have me here on y'all show tonight, like, hey, it's my turn. Oh, yes, sir. And we're about to dig in deep. But before we get started, just tell us about you and where you're from and tell us a little bit about you. Well, briefly... Um, I am from Shreveport, Louisiana. This is my hometown. I am born and raised in, in Shreveport. Um, I know the city like clockwork. Um, have seen a lot, have dealt with a lot, have literally, I, I don't even know how to just go in on that. Um, but Shreveport has literally, this place has nurtured me, has grown me, has grown me, has literally made me the person that I am today. So I love my hometown. I, I rep Shreveport to the death of me. Yes, sir. And hey, even though I'm in Dallas, I'm the same I'm way. Same. I feel like I feel defensive about Shreveport sometimes. Like, hey, only I can talk about Shreveport. You can't, you can't talk about it. You know what I mean? You ever feel that way? All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm because I'm from here. I've met so many people and I talked to so many people and um, I make my business to celebrate my city versus to talk down. Um, we can literally speak and spend time talking about how bad things are, but that's not my mission. My mission is to shine a light on the city. Yes, sir. And that's what we're going to do today's episode. We're going to try to shine a light on our city because I feel like that a lot of people need to know about our city and how that I think that uh, there's so much in our city that people need to enjoy. And we're going to have more with Jarek, a.k.a. Jarius Dion, on the other side of the break. This is the Straight Up Show podcast. Make sure you come back on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest, and that's what I appreciate most about it, and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. 
being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't, straight up. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. Today, I am joined by Brandon and Christina, and we have our special guest, the host of a Little Tea Time uh, podcast, Mr. Jerry, Jarek, aka Jerry is Dion. Sir, thank you so much for coming on our show once again. Oh, thank y'all for having me, man. This is going to be exciting, so I'm having fun. All right. And like I said, we came on this podcast, and we cut up a little bit, and I'm about to have some fun right quick. And today, we're talking about our hometown, like I said, that uh, we're all about positive people. We want to give back. And I think that collectively, between the four of us, we love community and community work. Uh, but I think that sometimes, in my opinion, uh, Shreveport often gets a bad rep. And I think that's, you know what, that's our hometown. Like, you know, it made us who we are. Trust me, it made me who I am. Uh, but I think that our city needs more light and we need positive energy. So what person with the biggest energy that I've, I'm learning to learn right now than uh, Jared come on our show? So I'm going to go around. And if you're listening right now and you're watching this on Facebook Live, uh, tell us, you know, join the conversation. Join us right now as we're on Facebook uh, Live right now. But let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, Jared, I'm going to start with you. So when you hear Shreveport, when, what's the, when you hear Shreveport itself, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Shreveport? Words of a Latte's Monday night, 7 o'clock. Um, great music, drinks, Black business owners, white business owners, music, food, um, just entertainment, just camaraderie. Okay. Uh, I, I've never heard of Black Latte. What's, what's Black Latte? I've never heard of that before. No. Words over Latte. Words over Latte, oh, okay. Words over latte is a, um, a spot where we get together as artists and business owners. We hang out there on Monday nights. Um, they do music, poetry. Um, they promote artists around the city who does comedy. And they have a very great singer, Miss Shana D. Music, who was a guest on A Little Tea Time, who headlines their Edwards of a Lattes. Um, very exciting environment to be in. Um, just to come out and be amongst other artists. We it's like they literally say the weekend doesn't start until after Monday because of Word of a Latte. So Words of a Lattes is really cool. Um, I'm gonna be out there May the 18th. I mean, not May, but April the 18th. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so same question goes to Christina. Christina, you know, you, you're from Shreveport. Um, when you hear Shreveport, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I, I First thing for me is home, because this has been my entire life. And I'm going to go opposite of Jarek right here and say, bored is what I get. <laughs> bored is what comes to mind. But it's a good boredom. It's, it's the type of boredom you get when you were born and raised somewhere. Like, you know it. So you're always wanting to do something else. But I am very aware that overall, there's nothing bad necessarily about where we're from. There are things for everyone to do. Just like he, he named it all just about there's so much community here. You have to look for it a little bit sometimes. Uh, but, but there's something for most people here, unless you have very specific interests. You know, there's usually something 
or someone who does something similar here. So Shreveport is a place that if you're a, if you're younger and you're looking for that wild thing, you might not find it here, but this is a good place where a lot of people build and raise their families. And this is a place where people settle down. Uh, clearly there are certain areas you might not wanna to go to, but for the most part, this is a place that people bring their families to. You, you come here to, to raise your family. Okay. So, home and family for me. You know, it's crazy. I think I've been in Dallas so long that I forgot the bad spots not to go to in the street port. Like, like I think I forgot. Say what? They have not changed. They've changed. No, they have. No, I don't know. They have changed. Well, no, no. They haven't changed. A few have been added. Some some have uh, upgraded a little bit. But, uh, yeah. See, when I I was growing up, Southwood was the uh, Southwood area was like the cool area. Now it's like the, you better watch out, you know, area, yeah. Yeah, cause yeah. When I used to live next to Ridgewood Middle School, yeah, they used to be nice and stuff like that. Now I'm like, wow, it's uh, definitely- Well, it's not the area that changes, it's the people in the area. Okay. So. Take that, okay. Wow, yeah, a lot has changed. I've been there earlier this year and I was like, wow, so much has changed since the last time I've been gone. Uh, Brandon, let me ask you this question too. Like, when you hear Shreveport, what's the first thing you think about when you hear Shreveport? Potential. Like, we have so much potential for like almost anything. Um, like, I'm a true believer that like we can, for the most, we have the space, we have the people, we have the talent, we actually have the skill, the people with the skill set to do anything we want here. Um, it just sometimes, you know, for various reasons, we come up short in some areas, but for the most part, like potential, like we have the potential to like do so much and, and we do so much still, you know, it might be slower than a lot of, uh, other areas, but we still make it happen. I mean, going back to word over lattes, that place moves so much, but either way, no matter what, every time it, it closed, it, brought it back up and there's more places like them um, that's popping up more just by uh, renovating the old downtown area some of these old buildings finally getting them cleaned up and uh, just um, painted get a little you know put a little elbow grease into them new new on business and new spot that you can go you know have fun at so uh, potential like that's that's where we are you know it, it might take us a, long, a while to get to where we want to be but that's just how we are. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I think one thing he said, Jarek, was like talent. You know, Shreveport has an abundance of talent. And so many celebrities have come out of Shreveport. Did you think of I mean, Like, what's somebody that y'all think of that's kind of, I guess, big name out of Shreveport? I can't think of any better right now. Don't do that to me. <laughs> um, I can say Paul Mooney, comedian Paul Mooney. Miss mm. uh, Chichi Devane who was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, We've had so many people. I mean, I'm, I'm terrible with names, but even people, yeah, I'm terrible with names, but we have so many famous people come and even start here. They probably not even from here, but they come here to start here and they boomed from it. You know, I, I think that's- even bought property here. 
Yeah. So I think that's another another part where people need to like, you know, start like we have a we have a lot of historic buildings for a reason, you know, stop and, you know, actually read the signs and look into them. You know, we have a lot of historic places for a reason because a lot has happened here. Isn't it um, one of the big ones about the municipal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With Elvis. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. that's uh, where they say they coined the famous phrase uh, Elvis has left the building yes. <laughs> for yeah. the municipal theater here so, did not know that the, 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 a lot of major performances have happened at the Strand uh, uh, the song um, Sam Cooke I was born by the river where they said yeah. Uh, yeah I mean that happened here where he said my brother uh, uh, this one part of the song where he says my brother keeps uh telling me you don't belong here something like that I can't think of it right now but I mean that happened here I mean a lot of stuff happened here it, good or bad but that shows that activity movement feet was here and is and we're still trying to bring a lot of that back so mm-hmm. potential and Jerry you was saying something um I, I I can go on and on about the the um Richard Williams, that's Venus and Serena. Williams, their father, he's from right here in Shreveport, Louisiana. He was actually born and raised in Cedar Grove mm-hmm. until he left and moved out to California. Um, just there are major movers and shakers that are from him. Um, a, a rising star right now, Miss Adriana Harvey. She's from right here in Shreveport, Louisiana. She moved out to um Georgia to pursue her music career. Um, um they call the Judd Young, who's now in Los Angeles, California. I was in Louisiana State University. He's the up-and-coming rapper out there in Los Angeles, California. Um, just major names come from here. Like yep. this city has literally done so much and has grown so much that it just it amazes me that we're where we are. Yep. And I, what's his name? Uh, the country singer Willie uh, Willie Jones. He. Uh, <laughs> I mean. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's a uh, but yeah, yeah, that that Paul Moon uh, thing. Uh, one second, one of y'all's feedback really bad. Uh, here we go, three, two, one. Yeah, I didn't know Paul Money was from Shreveport until he died. I was like, wait, what? He's from Shreveport? And yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, Paul Money, like he wrote for Richard Pryor, like the jokes that you hear, the Richard Pryor. That was Paul Mooney's writing. A lot of stuff you hear on Chappelle's show, that was a lot of Paul Mooney stuff. Like uh, John Witherspoon, he wrote, this is, man, like the talent is definitely in abundance in Shreveport. Now, here's the worst part about it. Like, I, I don't like seeing this part, but like um, when when, Trist, when Christina says bored, like is it something you can maybe relate to, Jared, at all? Like when you hear bored or like kind of just not really your, you know what I mean? Like, can you really, I mean, you, you're out in the community more than, you know, I, I was in Shreveport. Because uh, yeah. I, I know when me and Brandon was working on the web series part of Straight Up, we just ran across the Asian community festival. They're like, wait, we got this much Asian people in Shreveport? And this just goes to show you there's so many hidden gems in Shreveport. Like, uh, so when you when you hear bored, is it like, how does it make you feel? Do you kind of agree with that? Or kind of like, are you teeter-totter? Or? I agree with it because I've been here my entire life, I've been here 34 years. Um, when you've seen one state fair, you've seen them all. You've seen one Mardi Gras parade, 
you've seen them all. Um, you've seen just when you've seen just the same stuff consistently, it becomes a burnout. Like, okay, I don't have to go to the fair this year. Like, literally, last year we had the fair here twice in one year, and it was like, okay, I don't have to go. Matter of fact, I think the first time was a food fair. They only had the food, I think. Yeah, which was even crazier. Yeah, the first one was they had the food vendors, and I actually went out to go and support the vendors because I had a friend of mine who was on, who was a vendor there. And so I went out to support her as a vendor. And then when they came back in the fall, I went with my uncle, and um, I had the opportunity to meet. Run Clutch from Nappy Roots. And now Nappy Roots sent me on, on Instagram and on Twitter. So yeah. it was boring, but it wasn't boring to that extent. I have to ask y'all this question. And maybe y'all can help me with this. And I don't understand it. But why is it that when somebody, I guess, big name comes to Streetport? <laughs> We just lose our minds. Like uh Machine Gun Kelly came and ate dinner, and it was the town of it was just topic at the topic, and then you know, or I saw uh I think I forgot who became like um somebody landed at the Shreveport Regional Airport and people just lost their mind. I was like, like do y'all do y'all ever see that or I'm just that's something that's kind of kind of I think a lot of it is while we are a larger city for Louisiana, we're still a small town, kind of, you know, mentality-wise. It, a lot doesn't change here. As as nice as we can have it and as much as we try to do, this isn't a heavy traffic area. Like, we get plenty of shows and artists, comedians and stuff that come through, but it's going to come to a point where you're like, okay, you you know we're not getting those major stops here celebrities don't have much of a reason to come through unless they're filming something which thankfully we have uh, amazing ways to cater to uh so when you hear like oh this person's here you have to think that's an opportunity that someone never thought they'd get in their hometown to see a celebrity so they're going to be excited about it i think yeah i ran across gerard butler and that's gerard butler i love him but you know still Gerard Butler, but people are excited to see him because they're like, oh my God, you're someone bigger than this place. So they get excited about it. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily something that, you know, people wreak havoc over. So, you know, they're not stalking and tearing things down to get at them. They're not rabid over it, but it is an excitement that I don't see any problem with having, you know, especially like if you're a restaurant owner who had this celebrity come eat your food or whatever like Guy Fieri's been through a couple times I think so those are things that you're like that's good for business it's good for publicity and all this and that so I like that people get excited about it I would much prefer you be over ecstatic over Machine Gun Kelly who I don't care for I don't really know who it is (laughs) but I would much rather that than finding out you know anyone did anything rude or violent towards somebody so I'd I'd I'm happy if people are just excited. Oh, they was definitely rude. Penn State came and wrote a whole article about Shreveport. 
said that it looked like uh, 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 World War Z. And I was like, wow, he's going to come to our city and disrespect us like that? Penn State? Okay. Okay, check them out. For the Independence Bowl, for the Independence Bowl, like, World War Z. Yeah. Okay. That's how you're going to do us like that? So one thing that Brandon that said to me, and this is kind of how I think of Shreveport, if it had an adjective, uh, potential. And I think that we really don't have the full, the people are, the people, the people in Shreveport are hungry. I feel like the people are, we are innovators, man, like for real. Like I think that we can, you get, we have so little, but we can do so much with that little, you know what I mean? And I think the biggest problem, in my opinion, is voting in Shreveport. The voting turnout is horrible. And it's not because I've worked with the, and of course all of us did, but worked with the media. And I think that it it's so, it's so difficult for voters in Shreveport to understand what they're voting for. You know what I mean? I think that that's the biggest problem in Shreveport to get what it is. Now, uh, Jarek, this kind of goes for you and you kind of just kind of really go hard on this, but uh, we have a mayor's, or y'all have a, a rare's mace, rare's, there you go, a mayor's race, there we go. <laughs> Don't laugh, Christina. <laughs> y'all have a mayor's race uh, coming up this November. Uh, and I, I've seen some of the candidates already. Uh, this is an opportunity for Shreveport to turn that curve and to get that potential. Jair, Christina, Brandon, if you can address the mayor or the candidates itself, what was something, what something that you wanted to address with them to maybe put in and in, in, into into a fold right now in their upcoming election or to address in their upcoming election in Shreveport? Jared. Um, okay. Um, I think one of the main things is I'm all about artist development. I'm all about how we can bring something here for up-and-coming artists to have somewhere positive to go, to develop their sound if they're doing music, if they want to paint, having someone who come in and teach. Um, I'm all about just seeing how we can take something that is so small and turn it into something major. Um, I, I think big, so I speak big. And um, I think that if we had somewhere where we could go, that's a positive place where we can be a community and we don't have to focus in on so much of the violence and so much of just the negativity, that we can rise above that if we have places that are geared for artist development, for children who, who may not necessarily have the resources to go into a place where if you want to learn how to sing, okay, let's provide a place for that. And it doesn't always have to be in the church. Um, it can be somewhere where they can literally learn just other skills and tech and, and, and things like that. Where it don't always have to be about them playing basketball, playing football, um, but actually being able to enhance a skill that they actually have and nurture a skill that they have. Kind of like a performing arts school, kind of sort of. Yes. Okay, I, I can do that. Uh, Brandon, same, same question. Like, if you were speaking to a mayoral candidate right now in Shreveport, what's something that you would want to see that they address in the upcoming election or do uh, in their election? Uh, to be honest, nothing. I can't think of anything to talk to the mayor or ask the mayor 
because uh, based on the topic that we're talking about, there's not much they can even really do. Now, the district reps, the city district reps, we definitely got some talks to uh, talk about because those are the ones that really uh, we need to start seeing some changes and even uh, bring their their communities together too so we can actually find uh, and bring these areas in because at the end of the day, the mayor can only focus only focuses on certain aspects, but your city rep, I don't know how close you talk to them. I don't know how close you are with them, but they're the ones that depend on what, if you want something in your area, how clean it is. If you see something, if you want something fixed, they're the ones you got to talk to. So you want to make sure you have the right person up and you're representing you in your area. So you can make sure you get what you want. That live, that live in your area, not outside the area too. Yeah. That too. All right, because the same question, like if you had to talk to your elected officials in Shreveport or mayor candidates and upcoming elections, like what's something that you would think that they would need to really focus on and address uh, in their election? I'm going to say I'm somewhere in between both Brandon and Jared's answers. So I understand business is going to be the first and foremost important thing to bring into the city because you have to have money. <laughs> you have to have something that will make a person come through to spend their money here, you know? So I'm, I'm like, okay, this is already where pretty much everybody in our district seats and mayoral seats are focusing. They're, they're wondering how do we have area beautification and how do we also appease to the money market to bring people in? So it's easy to say, I want a performing arts school and I want this and that. They're like, where's that money gonna come from? We have to have people who are willing to put money into our city. So there's a lot of other things that have to happen first. Now they can, they can do it without all of this. It's gonna be on a small scale, but a small scale is still better than not, nothing at all. So I'm, I'm right in between where I'm like, okay, we do have to start paying attention to the people who are sitting on our boards and in these seats, get rid of them. If they haven't been able to do something this long, doesn't matter if they're good at their job, you need to take the risk of bringing someone new in. That's the purpose of it. You're like, okay, let's give it a shot. Our current mayor, that's how he got this job is people are like, let's give it a shot. Not the best end result, <laughs> but you know, he tried some things and he got a lot of pushback. So I'm like, okay, his ideas themselves were not bad. So I'm not going to say he failed. It's just things were working against him. And a lot of people weren't ready to make those changes to better our city, such as like the airport things and all that stuff going on. So I believe we have to fix our city first because Shreveport, as nice as it can be, is a city that I tell people it's dying, but fighting to live really hard every single day it's it's a dying city it's a ghost town almost in certain areas because you'll look like our malls people, things are shutting down left and right and you're like what is happening here <laughs> to exist in a city and you're watching the lights go out you're just like what in the world is happening because it was such a thriving city there's so many people here there's so much potential there's so much money floating through the city you're like what the f is happening here Jay, yeah. Jay, when, when Christina speaks, this is when you're supposed to sip your tea. 
but uh, I, he's been having his finger up and he's been like, I like it. I love what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You okay, sweetheart? I want to piggyback on what you're saying. Um, Another thing for me, I'm a person that's about education. First and foremost, I'm first and foremost about education. And when we have casinos that get built that we don't necessarily need versus schools that need to be fixed, that's the type of thing that gets under my skin. It's like, we'll put money into casinos that attract people that come from out of the town, which is great for the city. Totally support that. But we're, we're, we're catering to people to come here. We're not catering to the people who are actually here. And with education being such a a, 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 a a sad thing in our community, we definitely should put more emphasis into education. Because if we don't put more emphasis on education, how are we supposed to encourage the, the future of our city if we're not putting education um, at the forefront of that, if we're not putting more money into educating them, that's why I was saying, like that performance art school, that's a great thing to do for our city. If we can start pushing towards something that's positive and, and literally uplifting our community with education first, we can make better opportunities. Yep, I, I agree with you. But like, okay, y'all stay in Shreveport. I, I rarely visit, I've probably been there in the past two years, probably three times in the past two years. What in the hell is that big ass gold building with some dude face on it? What is that? Yo, I actually almost picked up a newspaper in the store the other day about that, but then I saw it was 75 cents, so I put that issue down. Um, but apparently, I did not get a chance to read on it, but I meant to read on it, but apparently he is like, there is some like charges on that. Uh, but I am not educated to know exactly what that is going on there. But there's some legal, you know, some legal stuff going on with it. Okay, that's just that's just the automatic. Eye. I'm like, what is the random building? And to me, like, on a, as a visitor now, not as somebody who lives there, as a visitor, it's the small things. And I think that living here in Dallas, which I really want to do, is learn the business skills here and come back and apply it to Shreveport because that's my hometown. I've learned so much stuff about business out here, but like it's small things. Like, you know, the, when the first thing I see coming from I-20 to from Dallas to Shreveport is the water tower. And it's old and rusted and it looks, it's an eyesore. But then I keep going further. There's a welcome to Shreveport sign, but all you just see is welcome. You don't see Shreveport. It's not, it's not, it's not telling me, hey, come spend money here you know, don't, don't come here. You know what I mean? So like, I think that's something that if I were a voting resident in Shreveport, I would definitely harp on. It's like, you know what? Like you get one opportunity to somebody to drive three hours and either they make a pit stop before going to Atlanta. Like you want to say, Hey, come spend money here. Come spend money here. But man, like this, I, I love to have this conversation with y'all because, you know, equally we, we're, we're passionate about our hometown. And my only regret is not being as um, as involved like some of you all are in my hometown, you know. And we're going to talk about being involved and talk about how Jarek is involved and how he's able to do his great work living in a town like Shreveport. This is the Straight Up Show podcast. Make sure you stay tuned on the other side of the break. 
In the two years that Straight Up has been a podcast, we've gone to where most podcasts have never gone before. From multiple celebrity guests to groundbreaking episodes, Straight Up is changing the podcast game. And now that Season 6 is finally here, we plan to continue leveling up with our exclusive Season 6 merchandise. That's right, grab your 80s retro-inspired merch today. Just visit our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R, the number 8, upshowpodcast.com. Shirts as low as $19.99. The videos and images displayed all across the world cannot fully express what the people of Ukraine are going through. This senseless act of terrorism has cost many of their lives and forced millions of Ukrainians out of their homes. Yet it's the Ukrainians' pride and resiliency that has inspired the entire world. So we here at Straight Up ask you to stand for freedom, stand for human rights, but most importantly, join us as we stand with Ukraine. Sultan Salahuddin from Southside Season 2 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. This has been a definitely conversation about, a great conversation about our hometown, which is Shreveport, Louisiana. We are all from there, born and raised. Love it. Uh, and, you know, we're passionate about it because nobody wants their hometown to, like, it's their hometown, you know, and Trust me, I think that when it's all said and done, I might end in my day's entry report, you know, because I feel like if Lord bless me with those end of days, but like, because I think that it is a place to call, a great place to call home uh, when it comes to it. Today, uh, we have our special guest. I call him Mr. Shreveport because he's always around Shreveport, doing things in Shreveport, host of a little Tea Time podcast, uh, Derek, a.k.a. Uh, Jarius. Uh, my bad, Jarius. Didn't I mess it up? Yeah, are you being you good, boss? Yeah, so you know, so I'm always learning. See, nobody's perfect, but thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, I really appreciate you. Uh, and we're talking about Shreveport. And uh, first off, Jer- I'm sorry for our uh, our uh, we just we just like to talk a lot. You know what I mean? So I hope that we have not scared you off. Uh, not not we. I mean, Christina hasn't scared you off yet, but. Uh, you know, you see, like, she just scared me and all. So, but <laughs> thank you so much for coming on our show uh, today. Um, you said that you got some comments you wanted to read to us in the uh, uh, in your comment section? Yes, I have one comment. Miss Dradidra Williams, um, she said, we need schools and classrooms that are geared towards children with autism and ADHD and teachers who are qualified to lead and guide them with their education to ensure, let's see, gotta go up, scroll up a little bit, to ensure they are getting what they need. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, that's one big thing because I think that a lot of people, including myself, had a learning disability that was never diagnosed in, in, in class. And uh, I know my cousin did too. And to not to not figure out that's why the student's not learning, 
think it's a big thing too. You know, that should be addressed more. I also think that a lot of like like places like the uh, Cattle Career Center, they should have more places like that because uh, I'm not saying that education is not wrong to get to education, but I think that if we, especially in the lower income communities, teach our children how to have the skill set so they can go get these jobs just in case that they don't want to go to a college or they can't afford to go to college. And trust me, I was one of those kids that couldn't afford to go to college, you know, and and, and it took a uh, shout out to Charita and David because they saw that I I was going nowhere and they didn't want me in the streets and they helped me get to college, you know, and these, this is stuff that my parents didn't help me with at all, but shout out to them because we need more people like that in our community. Uh, speaking of community, you were somebody, Jared, who is always in the community. And like, can you tell us about some of the things that you do in the community, please? Well, um, I have been a diligent worker of, I get out and I support different events that are going on in order for me to find my guests for my shows. I have to be out in the community working and networking. Um, prime example, last night, they just had an event at Strange Brew, the 90s and 2000s event that I was there for last night. I literally spent the day on the internet speaking with the people who were responsible for the event to have the opportunity to go out and actually interview DJ Delusion, who was the DJ there last night. Um, things of that nature, going out into the, the community with, um, I'm now partnering up with PACE, which is a, a community-based um, organization here. And I'm gonna be working with them with just things that I can do with their organization. I'm now beginning to put myself in the position to be in those circles and in those spaces. Um, I've done pop-up shops where I've got to meet so many people from doing pop-up shops. and. Um, I can go on and on about just all of the opportunities that have come since I've literally just placed myself in the environment to be around other artists and other business owners. Shout out to Sheree Gray of Lumpy Grease Artistry. Um, shout out to Trey Carter at Strange Brew. Um, just It's just been amazing. Shout out to everyone out at Words of a Lattes who do what they do. It's been amazing to just be in these spaces yeah. because you never know. Like I've been an artist for five years. I didn't know about the art community here until like two years ago. And that's crazy because like you are a published author and like, how are you able to, you know, you say you just discovered this two years ago, but like, you know, how, how is it to be from Shreveport and you're around these amazing artists and you or is it difficult for you to be a published author at all or no it's actually not um i actually get to be in a space where i can promote my books i can promote my brand my books are actually um in one of the stores here agora borelli's 421 lake street um i i've been partnering up with them so I can just put my brand out there for the market. Like I said, doing pop-up shops, going to Words of a Lattes and, and doing stand-up um, open mic nights where I'm actually able to read my books and to promote my brand. It has been amazing. Um, also, just going into beauty shops. 
and just going out into the community and just doing grassrooting and talking to people and actually getting to know people and let people know who I am. That has been a major thing because I learned that I learned who my market was when I started promoting my work. Shout out to every woman around Shreveport, Louisiana that has purchased this book, that has been purchasing any of these books because there are women who support me so much that it amazes me. And I, I can't even validate enough how much it is for me to be out here in these spaces where you never know where your opportunity is going to come from. You never know who's watching. You never know who's listening and paying attention to, to you. And so I had to literally get out and start creating my, my, my whole thing that I wanted to do. I had to start doing, I was doing photo shoots for events that I didn't even know existed until I was like, what? I just did a photo shoot for that. How can I be a part of that? <laughs> um, just, you never know. You never know, like, the grind. Like, you have to grind. Like, I grind every single day for this show because my brand is on the line. Everything that I'm about is on the line. Yeah, I think you and I was talking about that before the show started. Just, like, you got to have that hustle mentality, you know. And I think that, you know, and me being from Shreveport, even though I'm not there right now, that mentality was learned in Shreveport. And it's really inspirational to see people like you who say, you know, even though like it, it makes me really not even listen to the whole Tyrese thing because it's like, you know what? Shreveport made me and here I am right now. And I'm a success story. And you got how many books published? Four. Working on Four. two books right Christ now. Christina. My boy has four. Like, so you were you were definitely a success story in the zone right. I like to hear stories like that. And what's that one called? What's that called? This Come, is my first book. This is coming full circle, the revised edition. Coming full circle, man. Yeah. Uh, we we were definitely proud of you to hear that. Now I just I just grabbed them. <laughs> coming full circle to marriage, money, and mayhem. Okay. Yeah. They they just laying around here for me to promote just here and there from time to time. <laughs> All right, quick. Brandon, Christine, you had a question for him? No, I mean, I, I, I will say, like, it wasn't until I started my business and I had to, you know, you talked about the performing arts. Um, the art perform we actually, we have a huge performing arts scene here. Just ask uh, Cherie. She knows she's a part of it, you know, you know, I'll ask her, yeah. but you know, like it's, it's, it's huge. And you really do have to just get out and just, yeah. you, you said it and you did it on purpose, like go out and talk to people and just meet people. And you will find that boy, you really, whatever you're doing, you really do set yourself a part of some people's circles, you know. There's yeah. so many, so many groups, so many uh, just type of people here to where, like, just when you have a business, you kind of force yourself into it. That's why I tell people, like, go out and support your community. Go out and do 
go out, do things, talk to people, you know, don't stay in your house because then you really will not know how to fix the real issues of this area. Yep. And Jared, I see all your stuff that you do, man. I don't see how you sleep at night because you, 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 you always moving, man. I'm like, I get up. I'm a fucking machine, bro. <laughs> I am a machine. Um, and the reason why I don't sleep is because I take this very, very seriously. Like, every, like I was telling you, everything that I'm doing right now is basically for me just to raise money to pay my for my last semester of school. I haven't been back in school since January of 2020. So since January of 2020, everything that I'm doing now business-wise is let me go and promote my brand and make me some money to pay my tuition and not let well let me go and pick up back up we had marshalls and go back to marshalls and do this again like i learned really quick that everything that i wanted i had to go and make it happen that i had to go and be about my brand because I can tell 10 people, hey, I need y'all to go and buy Coming Full Circle, Coming Full Circle to Marriage, Money, and Mayhem, The Confessions of a Conceited Drama King, and Catching Up With Me, Coming Soon, Quarantine Quest, Coming Soon, Coming Full Circle 3, Somewhere, Nowhere. I can tell people that. But if they don't support it and back it, if I don't support it and back it, then it will never go anywhere. And to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, Brandon, like Cherie, I owe a great deal of gratitude to Cherie. Cherie was one of the few people, the few artists that she picked me up and she carried me with her to Lumpy Grits Artistry for me to have done um, the Blackout exhibit with her. Um, I want to say back in 2020, she gave me that platform to promote my books from there to I did the play Electra with her to right now we are working on the Ratchet City Blues documentary. So she's opening doors for me that, like, I can't even begin to just express the gratitude. Like, she just did my show, I want to say maybe a few weeks ago. And you never know, you really never know who's about behind you until you put yourself in them areas of, let me be a service to other people and not to myself. Preach, man. That's, wow. That, that's I, I had nothing else to say. No, you, wow. That's why me and you was like talking. He just this. finished his tea to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and speaking of tea, you know, uh, you had us on your show a little tea time, and you know, I didn't have any tea at the day, but uh, like you say, it's all about your brand and protecting your brand. A little tea time. Can you explain to us what is that podcast about that you had us on and you hosted? How did it come about? Just tell us about a little tea time with um again, a little tea time. A little tea time was born out of frustration. I want to say January 2020. Um, I I literally was going to school at Louisiana State University. I went to school for two weeks, knowing that I was going to get kicked out because I wasn't able to pay my tuition, but I went to school for those first two weeks, sat in class. I made sure I was on roll. I made sure that I stayed up to date with my professors on what assignments were going on. And after I was kicked out of their system because I wasn't able to pay my tuition, um, I just sat around 
at home and I was like, what's the next direction that I'm going to go in in my life? And I went out of town in March. I went out of town in March. Um, the pandemic had broke out. The entire world had shut down. So I was out of town in, in um, Muskegon, Michigan for two and a half months. So I made my way home after being out there with my family there. And um, I came home and I just sat back down for like a few days that I had got home and I was like, okay, you back home. What can you do to promote your brand? What can you do to, to get your books out there? What can you do? And a little tea time hit me in the back of my head. It was like someone punched me in the head and said, a little tea time. And so a little tea time was just basically something that I was doing just to promote my, my books and to promote the work and to promote the art. And from there, I just started networking with people, which I was already networking with people before then, but going further into what I'm doing now with a little tea time, it became something where when I heard, hey, I got a business open, well, let me get you on my show. Or I'm a I'm an up-and-coming music artist. Well, let me get you on my show. I literally started lending this platform to other working business owners. And that's all people, y'all. This show is not just for Black people. This show is for everybody. And um, it was it was crazy because the idea for me to do a podcast, someone bought it to me before I even moved forward with a little tea time. Um, I started out on um, a O&E Dynasty, which is based in Philadelphia. And so I would be on the, te the telephone doing this show, broadcasting from Philadelphia to New York City to Lagos, Nigeria in Africa. And um, I did that for maybe eight months. And from there, I branched off and I left to pursue what I wanted to do because on that particular network, I was only doing a the segments that they wanted. And I had the idea in my head of, no, I'm, I'm bigger than just this box that y'all are categorizing me. And so just due to just things that were going on behind the scenes, I made a decision to leave, but I carried on with A Little Tea Time because A Little Tea Time is my brand and it was my show. And so... From there, I, I've literally built this brand on just how can I be a service to anyone who needs a platform, to anyone who's looking to grow their brand, to anyone willing to take out their time and come on and talk about this is what I'm doing right now to promote my business, to promote my brand, to promote my art. Um, I want to definitely, definitely give a shout out to everyone who has been a part of a little tea time. April the 5th, 2022, um, it made a full year of me podcasting. Oh, so okay. it's been a successful first year. And now I am moving into season three of a little tea time. Um, a little tea time is also on Spotify for people who can listen to it there. It's also on YouTube. They can check it out on YouTube under Jarek, a king among men, Thomas. And um, I, I just, a little tea time has changed my life. 
because I see how it's not opening just doors for me. It's opening doors for other people. And I'm in a space where if, if God didn't give me this, I don't know where I would be right now. Um, I, I cherish every guest. I cherish everything that I do because I get to promote not only guests that come on the show, but I also promote events that are going on in the city. I talk about positive things that are going on in film and in music, um, having to do the whole homework of staying current with what's going on in news, in music, in film, in fashion, just staying current with things that are going on in the city. And it requires a great deal of energy and a great deal of time. But in it, the reward for me is when that guest comes on that show and they can talk about their brand and they can talk about how they're trying to branch out. That's the reward for me. You know, let me let me ask you something. Um, it's about uh, some of your guests, the specifically the like artists, like painting, drawing, like those. Because uh, me and Christina, you know, I even told you we know Vicky. Um, she came on your show and I know Vicky and that's, that's, that's a, that's a chick that really pushes to like, really like just get something started. She really wants it. You know, when they come, when artists like her come on the show, what is like a, a common thing that they feel like they need help with, uh, that they are looking for in this, in this city in Shreveport? Spaces to promote their brands spaces to promote their work, um, which we have spaces, but it's not always here for people of color. Right, right. And me being who I am, I'm an LGBTQ artist. So I, I, I promote that first, but mm -hmm. also being that I'm an African-American man, I also have to be on the front line for people of color because mm -hmm. we're already marginalized here in our communities. So when we hear, like, I've heard stories of them telling me I, I went to network with these people and this situation happened and they kind of pulled out from being a part of those type of situations. Um, I'm, I'm right now partnered with different organizations that I understand they have their certain focus. And because they have their certain focus, I understand that I know what my brand is. I know what my target is. I know what I'm good at. I don't necessarily need everyone's help to promote me because I do a damn good job of doing it myself. But at the same time, I want to see more spaces where we can have uh, like a, um, I, I, I want to see us have a trap museum here for Shreveport. Wait. Stop. A what? A trap a, museum? A, a, a trap? Yes. T a trap I museum. A trap museum. No, explain. No, yeah. no. Uh, I, I'm I'm hearing you, but I need you to explain it because I really don't know what you talk what that is. Okay. I went to Atlanta, I want to say three years ago, and out there TI has a trap museum where he has collaborations of art from every single artist in the music business that he has worked with. That place blew my fucking mind because I was like, we don't even have this in Shreveport. 
where you can go in and you can see just how they started from the bottom. And then you go just continue to take the tour and you see art that has just fascinating art that you see from artists who literally just made uh, 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 made themselves beacons for this trap museum. That place changed my life. I was telling um, my guest tonight, Miss Monica Brown, on my show, I told her, I said, I signed my name on that wall in that trap museum because I felt like I was making myself a part of that history of that culture in the trap museum. When you are in the place where you got Young Jeezy on the wall, you got Rick Ross on the wall, you got um, Nicki Minaj on the wall, you got people who look like you in the space that represents where you come from. I made sure I left my name on that wall. I needed Jarius Dion to be walking because at the end of the day, for me, I would love to see something like that here because that here can represent something bigger and greater for us here as artists here. Oh, the Strand. But it love ain't ours. But it's not <laughs> My name, yeah, my name is in the Strand, on the Strand wall, but I mean... Sure, uh, yeah, meaning but, to me, I mean, uh, ounce and ounce. Like, go back and listen to people like Wild Yellow and like people that, yeah. you know, Mandy Go that, like, you know, if, like, just we, I love that. Yeah, because yeah, like, we need a trap museum for them. They represent where we from. I made a meme the other day, and it's in regards to the Will Smith slap, but it was like Will Smith does one movie about a man from Shreveport starts wilding out. But and people were just confused, like, what does he really mean? You know, like people don't know that Richard Williams is from Cedar Grove. Those tennis courts next to AB Palmer, guess who paid for him? Like, you know, like, and they they that's where Cena they paid for him, but that's where Serena and Venus they play tennis at, and nobody knows that. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to to have history. Like I grew up in Cedar Grove, so I'm like, I know about Richard Williams, know about Venus and Serena, and so you know, but also, you have people in your community like Hootie James, like who is Hootie James, like you know, like, and it's it's so it's so much that they have like the things like the crayfish and and you joke about it, but it's like man, there's so much history in our city that people don't want to see, and that's why I say like I, I've never heard of a trap museum, but man, I would love to see something like that in Shreveport because there's so much history that that we don't see. And I think if we see our history in a positive light whether it be good or bad i guess but it happened that that, that would put a more positive attitude in the community uh i say that man number one issue we got is the vote man we gotta vote you know we gotta vote for our firefighters and our like you know it, that's the same they gotta have busted down what, what's your question no, not a question. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish, and then I'm coming. But, but I was saying, like, it's it's just a shame to see these firefighters not get paid the money, and the police not get paid the money, and like, you know, it's like, man, these are our public, you know, our public servants, and they're getting paid to, you know, it's better off to go work at Chick Fil A than be a firefighter. You know what I mean? So, what's I'm saying. So, what were you gonna say? Um, that goes what you were just saying about voting. The thing about voting here is certain generations are under generational curses here and they don't have the mindset of wanting to go and vote here um 
generational curses have to be broken off of our city first. We have to lift certain ways of thinking off of our people here. And that's not just Black people, that's all people. Mm-hmm. We have to change the thinking of all people here. I'm not trying to be Martin Luther King. I ain't trying to be Malcolm X. I'm just trying to be Jericho understands how it works and understands that if we don't start changing our mindsets about things, well, voting don't, me voting ain't going to make a difference. Yes, it does. That's why they fight so hard against us voting here. We have to be willing to change our mindsets. And that's every generation. If the generation right now is lost, what do we say to the next generation that's coming? The blind can't continue to lead the blind forever. Yep. Yeah. So we have to get into that space of, I know my grandmother, my grandparents are no longer living, but the, the people who are here, Let's be able to take a lesson from them. Let's be able to go and share our thoughts with the people who are here. Let's be able to sit down and have conversations with the people who are here and see, okay, what history can I learn from you? What culture can I learn from you? It really starts with us having to change our mindsets. If we walk around and say, well, you ain't shit, you ain't shit, you ain't shit, well, that's how you feel about you. And not that person. It really starts with you have to fix and deal with you first. Yep. And until we can get to those places in life and those stages in life, we we gonna be a lost generation walking around forever. And I, I want to say this. Uh, first off, once again, thank you for coming on our show and had this conversation with us. Uh, but just to know that you are friends with Vicky, you are friends with Trey, like, I think because those are people in the community that they're big on community. And I think that you having the, the platform, a little tea time to, to, you know, showcase and broadcast these community members, that's what's needed. And man, anytime you want to come on the show and broadcast it, Man, you are welcome, and uh, I hope vice versa, uh, <laughs> which we did, you know. Uh, but once again, thank you for coming on our show because I think that that if you are listening right now and you've never been to Shreveport, don't. It's a place to go. You got to see it. And if you want to know how, if you want to see people who are hardworking, and I think that make do with what we got, it's it's a place for you to go. And I promise you, it's a place that's. Not like anywhere else, like I said right now, not because, but I think Shreveport is a place for trendsetters. And, you know, so uh, we want to thank you for coming on our show, Jared, once again. Uh, before you go, tell people how they can find you on social media, uh, where, where they can listen to Little Tea Time and uh, follow you on social media. Um, Facebook, Jared, a king among men, Thomas. Instagram, VJRU's Dion. Also on Instagram, Strong Gifted Ruler um, for to follow me in general. On YouTube, Jerrica King Among Men Thomas. Um, y'all can catch me on TikTok at DJ's Dion. Um, also on Spotify, you can check out A Little Tea Time on Spotify. Um, that's pretty much it, man. I'm I'm all around. I'm all around. 
All right, there you have it. And of course, uh, if you're watching this, we'll have his information on the ticket below. If not, we'll have it on the episode description uh, once you listen to the, uh, this episode. Uh, that's it for our show today. We want you to join the conversation. Uh, go to our website. Actually, we have a couple of things going on in season six. We have things going on. Uh, Brandon, do you want to talk about your, your straight up extra on Patreon? Yeah, we will actually start hearing and uh, continue to, if you have not, uh, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Here, came out. Follow us on Instagram and check out our stories because you will always see that we're working on something. Me and Christina got some great little conversations on there. Uh, and we've been working on some promos. Uh, so I definitely want y'all to catch that on there. Uh, you will already have three episodes once you start a subscription. That's the three, that's the five, the 10, uh, even the 20. You already have some content on there. So if you're not getting, getting enough for the straight up show here, definitely go and get a little bit extra on the straight up extra show with me and Christina. Yep. And just to we get even more long winded. <laughs> yes. Where we we sometimes do hit that two hour mark. I'm just saying. But you get a lot of content, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and our Patreon is where you get more conversation. Like I said, Brandon's doing the extra. Uh, I'm doing a documentary on Shreveport about leaving Shreveport titled uh, Shreveport Documentaries Post Shreveport Chronicles uh, exclusively to Patreon. Like Brandon said, 3, 5, 10, 20 uh, to see this information. Trust me, you guys will like what Brandon and Christina have been doing, like what we've been doing this documentary series. Uh, it is exclusively to Patreon. Make sure you join today, patreon.com forward slash straight up show podcast 318 that's patreon.com forward slash straight up show podcast 318 go to our website we have new retro 80s merchandise out right now for our season six podcast it's exclusively uh for season six we got some uh two two different outfits to choose from two shirts and choose from go make sure you get it shirts as low as twenty dollars man twenty dollars shirts uh make sure you get it brandon has his copy uh some more people getting theirs today hey these shirts are pretty nice so you can get that at straightupshowpodcast.com that's str number eight upshowpodcast.com uh make sure you go there and get it but until then we'll join the conversation we'll see you next time but before you go if you have one rule to our show jerry that is you gotta be straight up straight up there we go see y'all next time